How you guys doing? We're good? That was some uh, fire right there on that uh, offering, Papa T. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, so I got a couple slides. Uh, I'm preaching uh, with you guys here tonight. Last time I saw you guys and preached was um, about when, when my little daughter was three months old. So I got to give you an update. So we got a couple pictures here. So this is my little daughter at three months old. This is Liberty. And we go to the next picture. This is myself, my wife, and my daughter now. And we got one more picture. And this is Libby and me at nine months. She's well fed. You can call her Liberty, but she probably will not respond to that. She'll respond to pumpkin pie and some other things. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to bring a word today. Um, as I was preparing for this, it was just really strange. Like, the Lord is always faithful in bringing confirmations, but I'm telling you, like, the last two weeks, like, every day I'd open the Word and I'd do something, He'd, he'd be speaking to me, and I'd, I'd come to church, He'd confirm it. Uh, I'd open a book, like, the Redefining Rama, He'd confirm it. It was just really strange. I feel like there's a real Rama word in the house tonight. Um, how many of you guys were here last week? Yeah. Um, Drew brought a word about access, full access to the Lord, and it was really powerful. It was, a, it was a place of we don't have to go get access to God. We're in full access. We're in full alignment with him because we're abiding in him. And it was uh, interesting because last week during worship, I heard the Lord say, hey, you're going to preach today. And I kind of was like, what? You know, you hear the Lord and you're like, how is this going to work out? And I just sat there during during uh, worship transition, I'm like, am I just supposed to go grab the mic and start preaching? Like, what am I supposed to do here? And I just kind of sat back and didn't do anything, kind of forgot about it, thought, oh, maybe that was me. So Drew starts preaching, and he starts talking about full access, and he starts going into John 15, which is abiding in the Lord. And at that point, when he was speaking that, I perked up, because I'm, I'm thinking, well, I'm preaching that next week. And all of a sudden, Drew looks over at me, and he says, you, you had a radical encounter seven years ago. Why don't you get up here and share about it? And I'm like, okay, the Lord's speaking. And so it's just real interesting. I feel like this is a word for the house that the Lord's bringing. Um, it's, again, just kind of really strange, like overwhelming confirmations um, during worship. It's just the pursuit of the Father we're going to talk about tonight. And I'm going to share, I'm going to unravel a little bit of my history with the Lord and talk about some encounters that I had with him um, where he, he just radically pursued me. And I really feel like as, as I'm sharing this, lean in. Don't lean into what I'm saying and, hey, you know, comparing. Don't, don't do any of that. Let's lean into what the Father's saying. He's drawing us all in as a house. There's a word over our house right now for abiding, and it's abiding in wisdom so we can go out, Right? The Lord's bringing some radical things to us, and I feel like he's really saying, abide, there's a house, there's a covering that's going to come over each and every one of us, and corporately over this house, and he's saying, abide, I'm teaching you to abide. Let's just lean back in him. Let's just abide. Yeah, Father, we invite you. <laughs> we just invite you to be Father over us. 
That's who you are. You're pursuing us, Lord. (laughs) We speak your reckless pursuit over this house, Lord. And as we're sharing today, you're going to stir in the spirit. I'm prophesying over you. are going to stir in the spirit over people, and they're going to get set free from patterns and from different things that have been going on because you're saying, hey, come back into the center of my house. I want to love you and adore you and lavish you with love. And the Father's saying over you, it's a place you never have to leave, ever. He's been speaking to me about coming and, and, and just how immaculate the temple of God is. Solomon was building the temple and there was gold and there was all these different things that he was, that he was doing from the Lord. He was ordering him. And I'm looking at that and I'm like, man, that's lavish. That is crazy. And that's prophetic for what, he, what Jesus did for us. Your temple is, is laced with gold. It's beautiful. It's clean. The Lord dwells in it. It's incredible. Everywhere we go, he dwells. I'm with him right now. (laughs) I'm newer to bringing messages to to preaching. This isn't like my 100th preach. This is probably my 15th, 20th preach. I I can just sit back in him. I don't have to be nervous. It's okay if I'm nervous, but I can just sit back and just say, I'm with you, Lord. You came. It's your covenant. It's over every one of us. It's over this house. And I just get to dwell. You dwell in me. And I think what he's really teaching all of us, what I know he's certainly teaching me, is I dwell in you and I give you a house over your head to dwell in forever. Let me, let me just lavish you. Let me speak over you daily. And so I really feel like that's a word that he's, he's bringing to the house today. And he's going to send us. There's different things he's speaking to all of us. We're all getting sent, but we're also, we have a corporate mission that he's sending us in, and it's from abiding. We abide and we bear fruit. So I feel like I'm preaching already. I'm I'm not even into my intro, but hey, let's pray for Drew real quick. Um, Drew's in um, Texas right now, so let's pray over him. Drew, we we love you. We just speak the covenant of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit over you. Um, These congregations you're going to, these churches, they just be filled and touched, Lord. What, you're, what you've put on Drew to carry, Lord, we just speak it over the nation. We speak it over these different places. We speak it over our house in Detroit. Yeah, Lord, you, you, there's a spirit of innovation over this house, and we all get to come under it. <laughs> we thank you, Lord. Yeah, we just bless Drew. We love him in Jesus' name. So any time I'm given a revelation in honor of Drew, I'm going to say, hey, can I get a big amen, all right? <laughs> All right, so um, let's, uh, let's dive in here. So just to give you a little background, um, Lord's given me two scriptures for today. Um, let's just pull up that first scripture, it's John 8, 30 through 35. So this is Jesus um, speaking to uh, a group of Jewish people. Uh, some are Pharisees, some as he's speaking are believing him. So he is preaching. Some people are believing. Some people are, are saying this is bogus. So that's where we, that's where we start. Um, so as he spoke these words, many believed in him. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my, my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. 
They answered him, we are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? Jesus answered them, most assuredly I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you are free indeed. All right, so just kind of breaking this down. So Jesus is talking to two groups of people. He's talking to the Pharisees, and he's saying, hey, you're slaves of sin because you won't believe me. And then he's talking to a different group of people who are believing his word, believing he's the son of God, and he's saying, guess what? You're free. You are completely free. You can dwell in the house of God forever. So if we, if we go back to this, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. That's not you and I. That's the Pharisees. That's the religious leaders. And a slave does not in, abide in the house forever. But a son abides forever. Where? In the house of God. So Jesus has done something just absolutely miraculous. He comes and he dwells in us, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, in our temples. And then also we get to be under the covering. We get to be in the house of God. We're seated in heavenly places. We've probably all heard that, you know, a hundred times. And sometimes I hear that and I'm like, that's great. I don't get it. We're seated under the Father. We get to dwell in his house. There's days where I feel like that's the mature walk of a Christian is there's days where it's like, man, there's these things coming up against us. There's these things that I I just want to kind of grab, and I want to start striving. I want to start making it my own. I want to start seeing results. I want to start doing all these things, and it's it's wild because we have permission to do that. But the Lord's saying, come abide in me. Abide in my house as you're going, right? And that's where lasting fruit comes from. So I'm going to dive in today. Um, I'm going to share a little bit about my testimony. Um, But this is really what he's done over my life. Um, And it it really started, I I knew the Lord when I was young. Um, I got saved when I was uh, eight, nine years old. And I had a really tender, like childlike, um, just relationship with him. And I'd hear his voice. I don't know that I knew I was hearing his voice, but looking back, I'd hear his voice, and I'd have these encounters with him, and it was just this pretty awesome place. Um, and then as, as life goes on, you know, you, you start experiencing different pains and start experiencing different things. And I had a really difficult um, year when I was 12 years old, and a lot of different things shifted, but what shifted the most is I saw the father as someone who was distant. Like, I saw the father, pain came into my life, and I saw the Father as someone who's not acting on my behalf, someone who I don't know that I can trust. And it just shifted, um, it just, it just shifted my life in a, in a negative way. And I started drinking and partying and doing, doing different stuff at a young age. And I still loved the Lord, but I didn't, I didn't actually know I had access to him. You guys ever been there? It's like, you know he's good, you know he's faithful. You're convinced he loves you, but there's just something off. It's like, man, what is going on? Like, I, I got to make, make this life count. I got to do something to deal with this pain. Let's start drinking. Let's start partying. Let's start, you know, 
doing all the, all the crazy college things, all that stuff, right? And it's this place, it's this place we go to when we have full access to him and he satisfies. And so it was just this journey um, up until I was uh, in my 20s. And then in my 20s, it was interesting. We had a um, tragedy in the family, and it really got to the point where um, I knew the goodness of God. I had experienced his love, and I was just kind of at a point of, like, this is ridiculous. What am I doing with my life? So about 24 years old, I start praying. My aunt actually uh, passed away, and it was very kind of very difficult. She left behind several, you know, young kids, and um, it was just a place of deep, deep pain. And what was just absolutely miraculous is my heart was so tender that I just started letting the Lord, he just started pursuing me. And for the next year and a half, I'd be in the car, and I'd just get hit by the presence of the Lord. And I just start weeping. And it was like this weird process that was going on where he was like saying, hey, I've been here all along. Right? And I was starting to discover that he was recklessly pursuing me all along. And so, year and a half after this happens, I go to bed. And right before bed, I'm crying and I'm praying to the Lord. And um, I kind of started turning away from some of the stuff I was doing. And praying for my, uh, my uncle and his family, go to bed, get woken up at about one in the morning, presence of the Lord fills my room, and I hear this voice tell me to start writing these things out. And at the time, I was in a lot of uh, emotional pain, but I was also in physical pain. I just had a knee surgery. And uh, so I'm in this place of just deep pain, and the Lord starts speaking to me. And I take out my notebook, and I just get flooded with word after word after word, probably three, four pages of his word. And I, I mean, I've heard him, but not like this. And I just go into this place where um, it was an out-of-body experience. It was the first out-of-body experience I ever had. And the Father was just telling me how much he loves me and how he wants me back, and how he always goes to the pain, right? And so I don't know how I, how I fell asleep. I was in an out-of-body experience. I woke up, and it was the strangest thing. I could feel his tangible presence on me. And so I, I felt his tangible presence for 30 days. And I remember I'd go to, um, I went to, uh, I, was, I was in medical sales at the time, and I'm going to an appointment at noon, and I feel his tangible presence come on me. It's like 11.45, and he says, hey, I've got another message for you. Write this. And I go to write it. And as I'm writing, I, I kind of go out again, and I'm writing pages and pages and pages. And I'm like, I come to, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, i got to call them. Um, I missed my appointment. I look at the clock. It's been seven minutes. And I get to the appointment on time. And it was just this really radical time for 30 days of just his presence resting, his, his presence abiding, and really the Father showing me, hey, I love you and I've been pursuing you my whole life. And so what's interesting, I mean, we've all had encounters with the Lord. We all, we all come in this place of his goodness. 
and he draws us in, and then sometimes these shifts happen. We grow in maturity. Well, this happened for 30 days, and then I stepped out of this place, and I felt the, I felt the uh, presence lift, and it wasn't anything I did wrong, but I was convinced in my head that I had quenched the Holy Spirit. You ever been there? I actually really kind of felt like Ananias and Sapphira. Like I really felt like I had done something so horrible that he left. And for the next, um, I'd say, year, year and a half, I was in this place of deep shame, deep guilt. Uh, I had ruined it. He's never coming back. And what was miraculous, like during the 30 days, I mean, healings are happening. People are getting set free from depression, from different things. There's, there's this place of oneness I have with the Lord. And then um, I feel it lift. I step back into some sin. And all of a sudden, I'm out of the house of the Lord. Anyone ever been there where it's like you, you feel him so strong? You, Jimmy, thanks. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, so what, what he was showing me, though, over the next year, over the next few years, is that I get to be in the house of the Lord. I get to come under him and his grace. And I feel like tonight, even as I'm ministering, I feel like there's different people that are going to come under his house. We're going we're gonna to leave here, and it's going to be a permanent dwelling place. It's going to be a place where we don't have to go get access to him. We're in his presence, right? We're in his river, and he's sending a flood to us. You'll, t- you'll take that? Yeah. Hey, Papa, we stand in your flood, in your river. We stand in your goodness, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lord, just fill this house. Fill this house, Lord. Yeah, we speak your love into discouragement, Lord. We speak your presence. We speak a shift over everyone who's feeling out of your grace right now, Lord. Holy Spirit, come flood this room. Move and shake. Have complete freedom in here, Lord. Stir up people's hearts again to trust God. Stir up people's hearts that you're a good Father who never leaves. Yeah, we just break anything in Jesus' name that comes against the goodness of the Father. And we lean into your waterfall right now, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, let your river flood, God. Let your river flow. Yeah. Yeah, deeper encounters for everyone, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Yeah, we access your joy. 
<laughs> we access the fullness of your presence, Lord. <laughs> You're so good, Lord. <laughs> Yeah, God, we come against fear of abandonment in Jesus' name. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Just let it bubble up, God. Jim Ratcliffe in the house. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Yeah, Lord, we speak your fire into people right now. Holy Spirit, we speak your fire into circumstances. Yeah, Lord, burn up the chaff. <laughs> I just see people coming into the protection of the Father. They're coming into the house of the Lord, and there's flames around it. And he's saying, you never leave, and you're here with me forever. I love you, I love you, I love you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, we align with your spirit right now. You tore the veil. You give us complete access. Yeah, there's not a how-to with you, Jesus. There's not a how-to with how to connect to your presence. You've done it. Flood our minds. Flood our hearts, Lord. Flood our souls. Flood our bodies, Jesus. You've done it all. <laughs> yeah, I just see radical courage coming on people, too. I see radical courage. Yeah, we release your safety all around this room, God, to step out in courage. Yeah, we come against trying to figure things out. Yeah, how-to manual says, I don't know how to connect to you, Lord. And we just come against that right now. <laughs> yeah, we drink of your goodness, Lord. We're not dry.
We just drink of your goodness. Yeah, we align with you, Holy Spirit. Yep, you tasted and you saw and you're full and you'll never thirst again. And the spirit of truth is saying, keep drinking. It's endless. It's endless. It's endless. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, we declare it over you who the sun sets free is free indeed. So you're free and you're stepping into more freedom. Holy Spirit, why don't you dance with people? Why don't you grab them by the hand, Lord, and show them the house of God? Show them their new place they get to live, Lord. Yeah, I see some of you just coming into the house of the Lord and and anxiety and these different things are just foreign objects. (laughs) They're just falling away. I feel like the Lord's even saying, hey, take a step outside, feel what's going on, then take a step back inside because you don't have to be afraid. It's gone. Yeah, I see some of you are getting just liquid honey poured on your minds. Yeah, solutions. Different ways of thinking. Different ways of talking to people. Yeah, I feel like the Lord's pouring out honey on different people for evangelism. Huh. It's almost like a slow, th- like something slow, like he's, he's pouring out this honey and it's this place of you got this evangelism gift on your life and you're, you're going out and you're speaking to people and people are getting touched by the Lord. And he's saying, hey, just, just sit back. I'm actually going to, like, this is going to be a, a slow roll. You're going to listen to people. I'm going to give you a word. They're going to come into my kingdom. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like he's got different messengers (laughs) just buzzing around, kind of dropping stuff on people. Different anointings. I feel like fresh anointings are coming on people. Fresh anointings. Yeah, it's like a place of peace, even with revelation. Like he's giving, there's a gift of revelation on this house, and there's this place of peace where like when the revelation comes, it's going to (laughs) abide. Yeah. 
And it's this place of, I don't have to go write it, write it, write it. I, I, I don't have to memorize it, memorize it, memorize it. The Lord's like, hey, just come into my presence. You can write this, you're going to be fine. Like, I just see anxiety leaving. Yeah, he's, he's showing people what the mind of Christ, that you have full access to that and what that looks like. Yeah, we partner with the mind of Christ right now. Yeah, I see some of your spirits just kind of elevating, elevating. Yeah, he's elevating you over the chaos. In Genesis, it says his spirit hovered over the waters, and it hovered over the chaos. I feel like the mind of Christ right now is elevating you over chaos. Your spirit is elevating over that from your access point with him. Yeah, I feel like he's saying, don't think, rely. <laughs> don't think, rely, and wisdom will pour out. Yeah, Papa T released this during worship too. I just feel like it's a place of rest. And we're just sit, supposed to sit in the house of rest right now. Yeah, Lord, so we lean back. Yeah, Holy Spirit, come and move. Bring rest and peace. Thank you, Lord. Peace of heaven over your minds. Thank you, Lord, for rest. Yeah, I feel like the Father's just releasing peace over everybody. A cloud of peace. Yeah, just a cloud of peace, Lord.
Yeah, I see Holy Spirit is making a bed of rest for everyone. Yeah, refreshing, Lord. Speak your refreshing, Lord. Hmm. I feel like he's saying this is a posture where he's going to speak prophetically to you. And I feel like you're going to release his words. And he's saying it's what's going to cause signs and times. I feel like people are praying for certain things that he's saying, lean back into my rest. I'm going to give you the word, release it, and it's going to be a signpost for these people. Yeah, I feel like he's going to whisper stuff to people before they're going to sleep. We declare over over our houses, over our bedroom, over our beds, that it's a place of rest, anointed from God. I feel like he's going to give downloads for people with families, um, that need a word of truth. I feel like he's going to release that. You're going to be faithful and speak it out and declare it, and you're going to see things align with it. Different gossip, different things going on within the families. I feel like he's saying, lean into my truth. Release it. And watch things align. There's ministries in the room, I feel like he's saying, they're going to become ministries of John the Beloved. Yeah, places of peace where you're resting on the Lord's chest. And he's going to tell you different secrets, different things. Yeah, I see the Lord saying over the over this over these 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 bedrooms we're in, He's saying, "Ask me anything. Ask me anything."
And I see revelation and I see prophetic coming on people. And the Lord, I feel like the Lord's saying, don't worry about the fruit. Like you're abiding in my house. That's where it grows. You're not going to screw up the fruit end. Yeah, I see him releasing like eternal fruit to people. I see him releasing words that are from a different heart posture. They were from a good heart posture. Now they're going to be from a great heart posture because they're in his presence from start to finish. Yeah, Lord. We ask for specific words for people, Lord. That they taste and see your goodness. Yeah, that they'd encounter your everlasting fruit, Lord. Yeah, in his presence, I really feel this strong, like he's saying, don't worry so much about the how-to. The how-to is wisdom with me. Drew spoke that over this place many times. Go and let his wisdom flow with you. Don't worry about the how-to. That's where faith and trust is activated. But there's no separation. Yeah, there's upgrades. There's upgrades for people in the prophetic where you're receiving words and, and the first tr- the, the train of thought used to be how do I do this? How Do I give it this way? Do I do it this way? What do I do? And the Lord's saying, no, like the how-to is gone. Like I'm giving you wisdom. You're going to know. The word came from me. It abides in you as I abide in you. Yeah, Spirit of Wisdom is going to give you the exact time and the exact way to release it. Yeah, people who have never felt like they've heard the Lord are going to hear the Lord tonight. Yeah, thank you, Lord. I feel like he's saying you're going to learn to hear with your heart and your spirit and not your ears. You don't have to lean in with your ear. Yeah, he's going to begin to counsel people on hearing him more specifically. I see him whispering into people. 
I see him anointing your ears. I see him taking away hurt and pain from them. He's taking away things like curse, cursings over people. Um, places where they were told they're not good enough. Places where they're told they fall short. I feel like he's specifically laying hands on people's ears and he's reversing that in a moment. Yeah, I feel heaven's song over people. Even like fa- fathers, mothers who had good hearts but um, just spoke things over people, I see God reversing that. It doesn't matter if you're 20 or, or, or 70. I feel like he's, there's, there's people getting free from that right now. Yeah, I just see him giving new ears. I see him touching your spirits too. I see him touching your hearts and and your whole body getting filled. Places of shame, places of self-hatred. One touch from you, Jesus. Yeah, I feel like your spirits are going to, they're aligned with the truth of heaven over you. And that truth isn't going anywhere. Yeah, I feel like God's saying something about a Deborah or a Debbie. Maybe someone in the room, maybe a friend, but I feel like there's there's a there's a uh, dramatic shift that's going to come over this person's life. I just see him like resting on clouds of heaven. So we speak that over Deborah. Yeah, thank you, Lord. I see a father just going around this room. Shouldn't even say this room. It's your room. It's our room. It's our it's our place to dwell. It's our living place. In my father's house there are many mansions. And it sounds kind of ridiculous and it sounds too good to be true just to come up to the Father's house, come up to our room. But he's saying you have complete access. 
That's where the mind of Christ dwells. The mind of Christ is in you, and it takes you up to this place of heavenly thinking. Or I don't even know if it's up. It just takes you into it. (laughs) Yeah, I just see him walking people around. And there's different posters he's putting on the wall, and you guys are doing it together, and it's different cornerstones of your relationship together. So just stay in that place with him. Let him show you. He might ask you. Or he might show you different places that you guys have different cornerstones, different building blocks. Yeah, different places he's qualified you. He says you're so qualified. Look at these different places we've walked together. Yeah, different things like necklaces, different different kind of... Um, Different things that are heavenly, I see him giving you and showing you. Just abide, he's saying. Just abide. He's doing things to people's physical houses right now. <clears throat> He's anointing things in your physical house right now. He's bringing, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but what he does in heaven, he's bringing, he's bringing here to earth. It's, it's, a, it's a place of dwelling with the mind of Christ, but he's bringing it into your physical world. He wants to encounter you every night. He wants to walk with you every day. He wants deep, radical encounters over your life, and he wants to throw the football with you. I see him kind of like chuckling at work too, like different people at work. I feel like he's going to touch you and it's going <laughs> to it's going to kind of like rattle you like almost like knock you to the ground kind of, you know, the holy spirit shakes. But it's just he's playful. I feel like he's going to touch you in, in in just a playful way. And it's just a reminder that when you're in that meeting, when you're in that office, you're dwelling in the house of God with him. He's pleased with you. 
the Spirit's moving. I see people just kind of in a meeting and they're, 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 they're um, just shifting, um, just turning the page as they're talking to people and they're, they're so aware of the presence of God, it's just filling the room and there's just this unexplainable thing going on, like people are just happy for once at work. <laughs> yeah, he's calling us up to live here. This is our dwelling place. It's where you get strength. It's where he speaks over you daily who you are, what you're going to do in life, the next move. There's this place sometimes of, of angst and, hey, I got to get to this next move. I feel like there's a shift coming up. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? The Lord's saying, abide in the house. I'll tell you when. And when I call you out of the boat, I'm going to supply my spirit. There's no separation. Yeah, there's no separation. I feel like he's reminding people of, of different times they've stepped out and trusted him. And he's bridging the gap. He's saying that wasn't a one-time thing. I'm so proud of you. Reflect back, and I feel like he's saying... Know how immersed I was in that. I fully gave myself to you. You had complete access. Look how I provided. I feel like different people too, like I don't know why I'm seeing this, but like hunting, there's different places people have been hunting and the Lord spoke to them. may have been like long, long time ago as a child. Um, but there's different places he spoke to you, different places that he's bringing to mind to people, of places that are special to him, where his house hovered over it, where you were physically in this location, but you were present in the house of the Lord over this. And he's saying you're doing great. Some of you are thinking of different times when you, when you left the house of the Lord where striving was going on, things were going on, it was tough. Might have been a you know, several year period. Might have been for a month or two. There is no shame or condemnation in Jesus Christ. He's saying, hey, come back, come back, come back. I want to dwell with you. I want to be with you. You were never gone, but there's a sweet spot to live in. I never gave up on you, but I want you in my sweet spot. 
where your temple and my father's house meet. Yeah, Father, take us there. Holy Spirit, draw us. Draw us out of our temple. Draw us into the Father's house. It's our home. Open our eyes to the access we have to the Father, to Jesus, to you, Holy Spirit. Yeah, he's restoring hope in people. This is the life he designed you to live. This is, this is the place you're from. Yeah, this is where favor pours out on you. This is where he calls you to places that seem scary and then you get there and the presence is so strong that you completely forget. <laughs> this is the place where when fear arises, you say, Father, come hug me. <laughs> come be with me. This is, it's the place where I'm not enough doesn't exist. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I feel like he's clearing up scriptures for people, too, in, this, in, in his house. Areas where you feel like you're full of deceit and full of um, dishonesty. He's saying, no, no, that's, that, that, was, that was you before I came. That person's buried. I watched it. Yeah, this is where your new man comes alive. 